0: Welcome to an all-new episode of Much To Do About Nothing. I am your host, Jawan, and join with me, as always, is Joel. What's going on, Joel? What's
1: good, man?
0: Well, what's good is there are two things that are factual in the history of this world. One of them is OJ did it, and the second one is Kyrie hit that goddamn basketball.
1: They sure fucking did.
0: Those are two things to be true for sure. Uh, but speaking of which, me and Joel are gonna break down the Nets. Uh, the Knicks lost to the Nets, the New Jersey Nets. Um, we're gonna break down that, and we got a few more topics outside of sports to discuss with you guys. Uh, but let's start it off, Joel. I'm mean, gonna just say it really quickly. I don't have much of a takeaway from this game. We've we've known the Knicks to be fighters all year. Uh, there was nothing different here. Um, I do feel as though Peyton and or Derrick Rose would have helped tremendously tonight um, to alleviate the pressure off of um, quickly in Frank. But we don't make excuses. Uh, there was one big thing I learned from tonight, and that is Julius Randall and RJ are really great two A's and two B's. We need that one. We need that one. And that's and I know a lot of people are going to go, well, Julius had 30 and RJ had, had 20-something. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about was there was a point in the last three minutes of this game where Alec Burks couldn't buy a shot. Um, what's his name? Reggie Bullock couldn't buy a shot. Nobody. That's, right. Nobody. Those are the moments where your star comes in and gets you that bucket you need. And what I, what I'm saying is of no disrespect to RJ. He's super young, so much more room to grow. Julius Randle just is. He's not. He's not that kind of guy. He can go get you a bucket for sure. Of course, he's in the NBA. Most guys can do that. But when the rubber meets the road, Julius Randle does sometimes more, more times. Well, no, let me not say that. Sometimes he does exactly what he did. He did to end that game. Um, And again, no shots to Julius Randle. He's been phenomenal this year. Um, I've already said it before. I would love for him to be part of our long-term goal. Um, But a star player would not, A, have made that mistake, and, B, to have allowed three full minutes to go, and you couldn't trim that lead a lot closer uh, without having to go down to the, the wire to do so. You just – in those moments when you're looking to get a bucket and no one else can give it to you, that star has to be the one to get it for you. Um, so that's just what I took from this game. Julius is a great 2A. Uh, RJ is a great 2B or however you want to do it between the two of them. But we don't have a one on our team. And games like this will happen more times than not because of that.
1: I mean, that's what this team is made up of. The fact, The fact that we consider them twos – uh, is is a blessing because we didn't yep. think that starting here. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. No, and, and, but do you see it? You don't see that as disrespect to those two, right? No, no, they're not superstars. Then at least RJ, at least not yet, and, and I don't know. Randall is one. He's not a one. That's not. He's not. He's not a the main dude. He's 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 a he's a he's a, he's a Robin. Uh, and he can definitely you know play the main man on, on a team like this. But at the end of the day, on a championship team, he can't do it alone. He definitely can't. And
0: just to give give context to our listeners who maybe still don't understand what we're trying to convey here is, you would be hard-pressed to find many games in Carmelo's tenure with us where we couldn't score that he didn't just go get us a bucket. I'm not saying he won us every single game, but in a moment where we just needed a bucket, just a bucket, Melo would have go, gone and gotten that bucket. Um, so that's what I mean. Melo was clearly an alpha, clearly a number one. He just never had a number two. Um, and that's where the problem had always, always resided with those Knicks teams. He didn't have a legit number two. So you look at the Knicks now and you're like, well, you have numerous number twos on this team. Quickly, Rose, Randall, RJ, um, but no number one. Mm-hmm. and that is the biggest issue that this team had that and the fact that um till the Knicks make it to a finals in me and your lifetime no referee will ever respect how the Knicks play defense ever to them everything's a foul everything did you see Frank sneeze on Kyrie? foul no we can't do that you can't sneeze on Kyrie so because I could say at least four of Frank's fouls were highly questionable
1: yeah, at least four.
0: Highly questionable, and to me, it's like I'm watching it, Joel, and I never say this because I I'm, I'm not of the old school, but I'm watching it. I'm just like, all right, is this is this for like five year olds? Because if, if five year olds are playing, yeah, you don't want them playing that rough. But grown men, you're telling me that is too much for grown men. I, I can't I can't accept that.
1: Yeah, no, hundred percent yeah um go ahead no i was just gonna say it was it was a at least most of the game it was a make or miss game yeah and that's a pretty even aside from rebounding. we were getting out rebounding for a while there but then we you know we roared back and a lot of it was like clutch threes and and tough defense and the fact that you know you know even though we lost it was a good it's a good it's one of those rare good losses the only thing that makes it worse is that it's fucking against the nets right Um, and it's, you know, like, especially the way it ended, it was, like, fucking terrible. But it was a tough – then they fought back. You know, they were getting their ass up there for a while there. Um, and they, they, they fought back, and they fought hard. And, like, so you can be proud of them for that. They they were expected to lose, and they were expected – and they are the inferior team, you know. But mm-hmm. well, we're talking about – we have a whole bunch of twos, barely, right? yeah We're talking about we played against a team with two ones. <laughs> yeah missing one you know i so. mean
0: i i'm I'm never the one to to kind of come in here and and, and drag myself and kind of go, but you know it was a good win i put this i put this at the feet of Randall, and the reason why I put this at the feet of Randall besides him just being our leader is regardless if Kyrie touched him, we know he did, so we don't even have to go into that we can agree on that right he touched it
1: oh it i mean I agree i mean right. Who, who <laughs> Replay, he obviously touched
0: right so my biggest issue with randall is the shot he was attempting to take joel mm-hmm. was way too early it was too early it was going to leave time on the clock regardless so that's why it, it was he honestly i feel as though he panicked in that moment um he thought he had to hurry up and get the shot up i don't think he knew how much time was on the clock um so, and, and i'm not saying he had 10 seconds to ponder and no, I'm just saying he took it within seconds of getting it. And it was just like, you had a little bit more time than that. <laughs> like, you could have set yourself. Um, so to me, it's just one of those things where it's like, it's a live and learn. This is, I'm, I'm not one of those Nick fans that goes, Randall lost us the game, or what does he think? To me, it's one of those live and learns, man. Again, he's not, like, if this was Damian Lillard that did it, yeah, I'd be looking at him completely differently. Julius Randall's not that. And, you know, it's again, no shots. It's no disrespect. Um, I think to a degree deep down, I think he'd probably agree with that. He's not that level of, of player. And if he was, I would tell him, well, there's been some losses this year that if you're trying to say you were in the number one, we probably should not have lost then. Um, so, again, you know, like when I say I put it at his feet, I don't mean it like I blame the loss on him. I'm just saying these are one, one of the moments to where you live and you learn. You practice this, practice this more Then, you know, to where you guys are in situations like this to where um, when it comes up in the game, you can have a more fluid reaction to it. That was a panic that he had. It just was. Cause even if they didn't call him traveling, when he came back down, he was just going to go right back up. And it was just like, it clearly, he clearly didn't have it all together for that shot. The first one or that second one, when he recovered, um, so, to me, it's a live and learn. We play Philly tomorrow with no Ju- uh, no Joel Embiid. Um, it'll be another hard fight, a hard dog fight like tonight. Uh, and you got to win it, you know. You, you got to go out there and you got to fight.
1: I'll take – I would take a split between these two teams. But, you know, the fact that we came so close to, you know, finishing this goddamn game, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, if they just made – it just sucks because, you're like, if they just made one of those threes where they were clanking for, like, five minutes. Yep. Um, it would have been different. And, and look, you got this. This is, this is one of those games where you're like, Look, you gotta make your free throws. <laughs> you gotta make yeah. it
0: And I was upset with quickly missing. Uh, miss what did he miss? Two,
1: yeah, he missed two, which is rare. He never misses. And this fucker missed two,
0: yep, yep. Just, and it's it's funny because I always say, Field goals, uh, I, uh, free throws are like field goals in football. Um, to, a, yeah. to a, a, a standard fan, they'll go, Oh, he missed a field goal, whatever, he got the touchdown. No, man, because there's going to come a point in this game where you've lost now by that one or two points that you clanked. So, to me, it's like, no, they lost by, like, five or six points. That's not the point. The point is, if he makes those two and whoever else missed made just one of those, it's a different it's a different look heading into those last few seconds of that game.
1: Yeah, um, That's a one-point game as it compared to a fucking, you know, exactly. a, you need a
0: three to tie, you know what I mean? Exactly. So... You know, it's just—it's it, frustrating. It's also frustrating because I don't understand the rules, and it's gonna be something that I can't. There's no uh, on MSG, so I gotta wait for it to go up on YouTube for the um, the uh, the press conference for after the game. Because mm-hmm. Tibbs was asking the same question I asked:
1: How the hell did it a jump on mid court? Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
0: how did you allow? The, I mean, we won the the tip regardless, but to me, it's like, do you know how much better that would have been to have won that tip right by the basket? Mm-hmm. And not have to walk it full court. So, like, those things matter. And it's like, I, I mean, you even had Mike Green, I was just like, I, I don't understand the rule. Like, I, I guess because, you know what I'm saying? It was, mm-hmm. you know, whatever they had to do it in mid court. So, no one really outside of those refs understood what the hell was going on in, in that call. Right. Um, and usually I don't ever side with the players doing this, but that ref seemed very dismiss, uh, dismissive of Julius's claim that Kyrie touched the ball. So if Julius wanted to put hands, legs, feet, fingers on that ref, by all means, man, do what you got to do. They mm-hmm. don't respect this. We don't get calls. And, and I hate saying that because I hate those whiny fans that are like, oh, we never get called. Find a way to win. Doesn't matter. Find a way to win. But I will say, when you're the Knicks, it seems as though the deck is always stacked against you. Whenever you can go, all right, well, maybe tonight we'll get some calls that shrinks by at least 15. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, I don't like to sound like that whiny fan, but the facts are the facts. We don't get calls, and when calls are called, it's against us. So it's frustrating to watch as a fan, but I did leave this game going. We need a number one. And um, uh, CK2K, uh, shout out to him. He was talking about today on his channel about he's confused as to why the Knicks are so interested in Andre Drummond. Games like Mm -hmm. this.
1: <laughs>
0: rebound worth shit. <laughs> Games like this. This is exactly why uh the Knicks are, 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 are interested in Andre Drummond. And honestly, because the first thing he was saying, and I was like, I can't wait to talk to Joel about this. If you get Andre Drummond, ultimately, where is what does that mean for Mitchell Robinson? And to me,
1: mm-hmm. all
0: I took that as means whatever it means. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I look at it and I say. Is Mitchell Robinson going to be a problem for this league years to come? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. I don't even doubt that remotely. Can Mitchell Robinson score? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So would you turn down getting a player who can do a very healthy medium of both? Or would (sighs) you keep one guy who can do one of those things tremendously well? To me, I just explained it within itself. I would want the guy who can at least give me a very positive uh, balance of both. And again, I'm not saying that uh, uh, Mitchell Robinson is being traded for Andre Drummond, um, but the Knicks being interested in Drummond. That would
1: be more of a buyout thing.
0: Right, right, right. Um, But I'm speaking more to Mitch's future going forward because to me, you don't go get Drummond just to rent him. You You don't
1: go Drummond and and, and then extend him if you're going to keep Mitch.
0: Right, right, right. That's my point. So I'm saying to me, if the Knicks go out and successfully get Andre Drummond, it is clear that it seems like Drummond is the future for the Knicks, not Mitchell Robinson.
1: Um, oh, the future, but you know he's going to hold the fort for the foreseeable future because he's not like not like he's young anymore or anything. Right,
0: right, right. I know what you mean. Um, and I I, I tell you right now, this game is immensely closer if we had Andre Drummond. A player like Andre Drummond. Let me not say Andre Drummond. A player yeah. like it.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean it's just same closer of Mitch Blay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I give you that 100%. I'll give you that. The only reason why I said a player like Drummond is I just meant offensively also. Like when you can't buy a shot, a guy that can just go underneath the basket and get it where you don't mm-hmm. have to rely on like also, can I speak to this really quickly Joel? Alec Burks was taking three-point shots when we were only down, like, two or three points. Like, you don't need that in that moment. You just need a bucket. Just a bucket. And that's when I got frustrated because I'm looking at RJ like, dude, this is where you shine. This is where you take it to the rack and you get free throws. You know? Like, we yeah. didn't we didn't need – because here's the thing, and, and I know many of Nick's writers have talked about this numerous – We don't have great three-point shooters, right? We have guys that can make three-pointers. So you look at Alec Burks and you just go, God damn, if he was like, if he was really a three-point shooter, like those would have been really clutch buckets to have. But he's not. So it's like, dude, put your head down and go get it or give it to somebody else that's willing to do so. So, I mean, that just, that that really frustrated me because to me, that's my biggest issue. My two issues with the Knicks are, they will foul you before they play defense. <laughs> that always bugs me, and then the second thing is they love that three pointer when they don't have three point shooters <laughs> and it's just it's ugh, it's just frustrating
1: yeah i mean uh, there's a lot of things that frustrated me uh but you know <laughs> my my the point is like you can't I can't get too mad because like they were open shots <laughs> like right. At some point, you just gotta make them. It just made make or miss. That's what I mean. Like some of those shots they they took were like open. I'm like, I can't can't really get too mad. It just didn't go in. Uh, you, you gotta get mad at little things like getting out rebounded or missing free throws, things like that. You can control, you know, hustle and shit like that. Bad defensive plays here and there. You're like letting fucking um uh Jeff Green go crazy in the first quarter. What the fuck was that? 14 points. You telling me you can't stop Jeff Green? Yeah, Stop. that
0: that, Stop. 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 <laughs> that was just like, all right, hold on, guys. You, you know it's Jeff Green, right? Like not mm-hmm. LeBron. Like you could like, right. You can play a little bit of defense here.
1: So I mean, stuff like that It really irks me.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and I, look, you are you are a hundred percent correct on that. It it it's the small things. It, it is the small things. Yeah. Um, and, and it's like. To me, these are, like, we've said this at nauseum, Joel. We can even move on after this. We said this ad nauseum. These are the games the Knicks have to win. Yeah. You have to.
1: Because it's too close not to.
0: It's too close now. First of all, no one expected you to be in this game. All right. But so when you're right. in it, you got to win it. You got to right. win it. Games like this when you lose is how Max can go on television and go, see, see, mm-hmm. you guys keep trying to sell me the Knicks. Look at this. You got to win these games. It's the only way to change the narrative.
1: The only mm-hmm. way.
0: Like, I, I, I know people look at what the Nets did with D'Angelo Russell and how they lost close games, but they were, they were in them, and then they made the eighth seed, and it was a little competitive for, like, five minutes of the first game, and then it wasn't. Um, but that's not a, that's not a, a proper formula. <laughs> I'm sure if you ask anybody on that roster, they would have wow. liked to have won those games. That they were close in. So it's like, no, the formula is to win these games. That's how you truly change the narrative.
1: But that's also with like, time, you know. That that was a no. young team. Just like we're a young team. It's just they get they get better with talent. Now look at the next. You know? <laughs> you know, it's a whole different team. But you know, it's the talent's much, it's much, it's an upgrade. Talk about an upgrade, you know. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm looking here. Uh I don't know why we're getting this for our Knicks our SNY uh Twitter, but James James Harden says you heard a lot of Knicks fans there. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah James, because we're the York. True New York team.
1: <laughs> That's uh-huh. In New York. Brooklyn in New York.
0: Right. Mm. Um I, oh, it just makes me fucking sick. I, I, I've never agreed with you more, Joel, than your About. take of um Losing a game like this sucks. Losing a game like this to the Nets is one of those just gut-wrenching things.
1: Yeah. I hate losing to the Nets. I fucking hate losing to the Nets. But you no. Know, it's what it is.
0: Yeah, you gotta, unfortunately. Forget about
1: it. I mean it's better than the, this game was better than the last time I played the Nets. So
0: Yeah, a lot well no, remember that one came uh, came close and then it just didn't. Um, but they were they were well within the last one
1: <laughs> uh, not this close
0: no not this close not this close but i think the last one they only lost by like 7 or something like that
1: um uh, a little a larger margin
0: <laughs> i feel like it, i feel like it, maybe i'm thinking they were they were closer like late in that fourth and then it kind of just expanded maybe that's what i'm thinking um but they were well within that game at at definitely within that late third early
1: fourth we <laughs> were in that game until we weren't.
0: <laughs> and then yeah. it's a game. You're like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> um yeah, so we got Philly tomorrow. We got Orlando Thursday, I believe. And then I think we have a few days break before our next game. I think that's how it goes, I believe. But <laughs> but again, one we needed. Um I'm not of the mindset of putting my faith into th- uh into the trade deadline. If we can get a J.J. Reddick, cool. If we can get off someone to get J.J. Reddick specifically, cool. If we can get J.J. Reddick so the Nets don't get him, even better. Mm. Um, But, I mean, I'm still holding out hope for Lonzo. Still holding out that hope. Still, still, still holding. Um, I know a lot of people are saying the Pelicans are asking for the world. Um, But, I mean, mean, if you had asked somebody before the Knicks made that Rose trade, and, again, I'm not comparing the two, but if you had asked somebody – what would it take to get you, Derrick Rose? No one would have ever guessed a second round in Dennis Smith Jr.
1: Yeah, but it was always less than what Lonzo was going to cost.
0: No, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. I'm not comparing it. I'm just saying it it couldn't be worked down from them asking for the world. Um. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I just like to have a player's bird rights. That's the big. That's the biggest reason why I want. I want Lonzo. Um. Is to have those bird rights, but um. All right. Anything else you want to add to this game or looming trade deadline or anything, Knicks?
1: No, I'm over.
0: Yeah, same here, man. It's just, ugh. um, we don't have to get into it because I'm not that I'm not that kind of guy. But um, you want to get into an NFL free agency at all?
1: Uh, I don't. I mean, if you want, you could. You know, I, I always enjoy free agency. Uh, my team has been relatively quiet, so it's not really been, been big for me. <laughs> but um, overall, you know, it's, it's always fun to see players move around, just like basketball.
0: Yeah, but like I said, I'm, I'm not that kind of guy to where um, I want to talk about what my team's doing. I'd rather wait until they do it on the field. Um, but New England has been spending money today. That's, that's all I'll say. Uh, and apparently from all of my beat writers, it, they're not done. So.
1: Sounds money. From-
0: <laughs> well, they still have a, a good portion of money left. They, they didn't blow everything. Um, but from what I'm hearing, another uh, defensive lineman, um, another wide receiver they're looking at, to me, I think would be the best thing for New England. Trade this year's pick uh, to Cleveland uh, with Stephon Gilmore. Go out and get OBJ and i think the team will be fine.
1: that's all you want You'll be happy
0: yeah because to me i look i look at the team last year and i go with barely anything they won seven games and they were within a few cam cam uh, newton turnovers late in games like that bills game uh the two bills games from <laughs> making the playoffs so i'm like we don't need we don't need a full reset We just need more skill players at the one position where you really need skill players and as Mm -hmm. your receivers. So I look at it, Jonu Smith helps out a lot. Um, But you need someone to take the pressure off of Edelman. And someone like OBJ would take the pressure off of the end, and then you can work guys in the middle like Nelson Aguilar that they just got. If you want to keep Demir Bird, if you want to keep – Completely blanking on the other kid's name, but uh, he threw a touchdown pass for us as a wide receiver this uh this past year. Um, completely that
1: guy. <laughs> uh,
0: but the, the mere bird and guys like that. So to me, that that's where my mindset is. And I know a lot of Patriot fans want, excuse me, Juju Smith Schuster, but you don't have the money now to go get him. All that money you would have paid Juju, you just paid Jonu. Um, so no yeah. Juju, you got Jonu. Uh, and reportedly Jonu. <laughs> their number one uh their number one desire in free agency. That's so, the
1: I mean I make sense because you know you know he likes his tight ends.
0: Yeah, I mean I I I I hang my hat on this. I think they uh re evolutionized the two tight end set with Aaron Hernandez and Gronk. Uh they were so good. I don't think people remember this. Aaron Hernandez and Gronk were so good together. New England didn't have a number one receiver. They yeah. were just going to tight ends the entire fucking game. Because Aaron Hernandez was built like a wide receiver with a tight end's body. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were just setting him wide, putting Gronk in the seams. Uh, they might have had Welker. I don't think so. I think that was when Welker was gone and Julian was starting to, to ascend. Um, but, yeah, so I, I think they re, uh, re-evolutionized that two tight end set um, and how you use tight ends. So, yeah, he really does like like his tight end. So, Jonu Smith, and if we can team him up with um, – Devon Asiasi, uh, if he can have a, a bounce back year after a horrendous first year, um, nice. I, I like how they look. Uh, but yeah, I'm keeping an eye on your Giants too. Seems like Golden Tate is pretty much gone for you guys, so I would like. To yeah,
1: see, he, he's waved.
0: I would like to see if New England goes after him or Emmanuel Sanders for sure. Uh, both free agents drop by their respective teams. Huge shout out to um, Jameis Winston getting his one year deal to be the Saints quarterback.
1: Well, he said it's going to be a competition.
0: He says that, but yeah, no, Not, it might actually be. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm thinking you know. Taysom Hill isn't bad, but to me it's like.
1: He it was like, like four years some shit.
0: Right. We make fun of Jameis for throwing almost as many interceptions as touchdown, but I think we forget <laughs> he threw for a shit ton of yards. <laughs> that last year with the Buccaneers. So I'm like, he's shown with some discipline. He can be a really good starting quarterback. Um, so here's to him. But I have nothing else free agency-wise. Don't really care about anything else. Uh, I care about the Giants for your sake and obviously New England for mine. But I already said what New England did and the Giants have been quiet so far. I do think the Giants are going to go after some more offensive linemen. Um, a big lineman is a free agent right now that no one's really been going after. So I'm curious to see if the Giants do that. Um, Who's that? Uh, shit, it's not Cameron Fleming. It's somebody.
1: We had Cameron Fleming. No, not, <laughs>
0: it's not Cameron Fleming. It's shit. I can't remember who it was. I'm trying to see if I can look it up really quickly. Uh, oh, damn. You guys lost Dalvin Tomlinson to the Vikings. I know.
1: Yeah, that sucks. Yes.
0: Damn, the, the one thing you 100% need is a guy in the middle. <laughs> that is not that the was, one you That ever. was
1: our strength, the defensive line, you know. We lost. What position,
0: know. if you had to choose, is the biggest importance for you heading in uh, heading into this free agency?
1: Well, wide receiver and pass rusher, one of the two.
0: So, which one? All right, all right. All right. Let's say you got to pick one of those two. Which one do you think is more important?
1: Mm, probably wide receiver. Even though pass rush is important, but we obviously did okay without a main pass rusher last year. So, like free agency wise, it depends. Like what's what's available. I think there's more pass rushers on the market than there are wide receivers. So, if we can pick up a pass rusher. Probably.
0: I tell you what. I don't know how the Giants' money is, but if y'all can go get Juju Smith-Schuster, go get him.
1: I think a guy that we we like is um the dude from Detroit. What's his name?
0: Kenny Galladay.
1: Galladay, right. That's a guy that seems to be on our radar.
0: Well, if you could do it, go do it. And and the guy I was thinking about, I believe, is the guy we lost. Uh, Joe Tooney is a guy. Oh, yeah. you oh, he
1: signed. Uh,
0: yeah. I don't know the where the hell the Chiefs got all that money from. That needs to be investigated. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wonder
0: I mean, th- th- think about it Remember how it was like, oh man, the Chiefs don't have any money They just gave Patrick Mahomes their whole franchise All of a sudden they have enough money to pay an offensive lineman Stupid bazuzu dollars Come on, come on True. Patrick could give back his whole game check And they still, they still shouldn't have enough cap to go get that guy um, And he went to the Chiefs What a little bitch um, but anyway, I can't find a lineman that I'm thinking of. But there is a big name lineman available. Um that comes from New England. So I'm curious as to why Joe Judge, there hasn't been any uh murmurs of Joe Judge, you know, seeing what's going on with that guy. Yeah. Um But anyway, we can move on from sports. We don't usually like to talk sports when the uh when the Knicks lose. Yeah, First it's enough. tougher,
1: much tougher. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um all right, so let's move on to some geekdom. Let's talk. Uh production for Sonic Movie 2 has begun. Uh Mm. what's what's the biggest thing you're looking forward to in that movie?
1: Well, I want to see where it goes, like story-wise. I want to see characters that uh obviously were not in the first movie, like Tails, more of Tails, because we saw like very small part part of him, and of course Knuckles. Uh I'd love to see Knuckles. Um grew up with these characters so i'd love nothing more to see them in not live action but you know what i mean <laughs> in a movie yeah, yeah. um and they did a great job with the first one so i can't wait to see how how they, how they you know pull off tails and knuckles and do we get to see his world war like shit like that you know
0: yeah i, I think my biggest thing is just seeing who the villain who they confirm is the main villain
1: i mean i'm probably gonna be Botnik, i would assume but um,
0: I, I personally think it should be Knuckles. Uh, villain turned, turned friend by the end of the movie.
1: Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, but they'll probably, if it's, if it's anything like the game, they'll work with Robotnik and then turn on him at the end. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying.
0: Okay, so, okay. so we're saying the same thing. Okay, okay. yeah, okay, I'm with you. Um, yeah, so that, that's all I'm looking forward to. Tails look great. I know what Tails looks like. So, you know, my expectation, I mean, not expectation, my, um, my excitement to see what he looks like has already been mind-blown, because we've seen right. it. So just to see what he looks like, and to see, like you said, what they do as a, as a story. Are you yeah. a fan? Because I know you were probably out of the Sonic games around that time. Were you a fan of the Chaos Emeralds?
1: I mean, they were in the old games.
0: <laughs> oh, did they use Chaos in the old games?
1: Yeah, that's how you came Super Sonic. You collect all the Chaos Emeralds, and you become come Super Sonic. No, but they used the, the actual being Chaos. I don't even know what the fuck that is. okay,
0: so in Sonic Adventures, the Chaos Emeralds could make up chaos um, and he was like this liquid being or, or some weird shit uh, okay. okay, so I, I figured you, you you didn't you know you weren't into that that game so I figured you wouldn't you wouldn't, I wasn't sure if he was in the older games that's why I was asking Oh no um,
1: I don't know what that is
0: so you, do you want do you want to see an infinity saga of,
1: for, for these emeralds? Uh, I would love to see him eventually become Super Sonic. <laughs> so whatever they got to do to do that, I'll, I'm down. Now, Super uh, Sonic when he goes Super Saiyan? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, Joel, you might be the only one that disagrees, but this this franchise has to be leading up to Shadow. Shadow has to be your your Thanos.
1: Is he that powerful?
0: Shadow? For Sonic? 100% a hundred percent i'm sure someone will say there's someone maybe stronger 100%. but as far as an as far as an adversary i would say shadow is probably because remember the whole thing of sonic is speed and the whole thing of shadow is being faster than sonic
1: um I, I guess, i'm just i wouldn't consider thanos because you know you don't play with thanos you fight against thanos you know what i
0: mean no 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 no, no. I, I know what you're saying i'm just saying i don't know who else in the sonic world you could build up to
1: Me neither. I mean, Eggman is always always the main villain, so it's hard.
0: Right. So that's what I'm saying. Shadow could be the guy you build up to. Um, And if you want to maybe make him a little a little bit more powerful to kind of really show the heightened stakes, um, you absolutely could. I mean, hell, like like you just said, you said you want a supersonic, right? Yes. So who's to say that Dr. Robotnik doesn't get Shadow the Chaos Emeralds and then makes him, you know, makes him uber strong? And then we yeah, have to see They're to
1: That's basically what it is.
0: Right Right So to me, like, me You could definitely Build up to that And I hope they do
1: Um, But alright You know that was A popular character it was a kid too Say it again uh, Robo Sonic Oh
0: yeah 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 For sure I, I mean, To me I would like them Okay so if we're going Phase wise right And I don't mean phase Like phase one Phase two I mean phase like Movie one Movie two um i would like for them to use him before they get to shadow Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i think he'd be a great villain especially if you want to take a break off of dr Robotnik, um as as like the the face of being a villain for a movie um you can have a robot turn mind of his own um that that takes on sonic and his team uh this is the biggest question i wanted to ask you i couldn't wait to ask you this tonight how big do you want this sonic team to be
1: I'm always happy with just the three of them. <laughs> if they want to go more, sure, fine. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing more characters in that world, but
0: because there was like an Amy, I think. Yeah,
1: Amy uh, is a lot, yeah. a lot of different characters.
0: Right. I was just curious, how big were you looking for this this world to get?
1: I don't mind expanding it and seeing like other characters, but as long as the focus remains on the main characters and the side characters, or the side characters, I'm cool. <laughs>
0: And so you want this to always after this this second one, it to always be the focus of the three of them, or just Sonic and Tails?
1: Sonic, Tails, Knuckles for the most part, and then you know, and whoever they feel like introducing. Okay. You know, um, okay. then they get, get some focus, of course.
0: I'm only asking because I always remember it just being like you said, the three of them, but really, ultimately, it's the two of them. Uh, with right. Knuckles kind of being treated like Vegeta, so where it's like he'll pop in, but don't don't get it twisted. There's only one main character. <laughs> like it's, right. um. So okay, no problem. Because I mean, I would personally love a Knuckles a Knuckles spinoff. Uh, he is not a character that has to be tied to Sonic. Um, Tails is a character you don't give his own movie to. He has to be tied to Sonic. Um, mm-hmm. That's why in my mind, it's you always have to have at least the two of them but Knuckles is someone who has the um, the ability to expand into his own.
1: True. I mean, sure.
0: But okay. We're on the same page. Rarely happens. So an argument's coming soon, listeners. Uh, <laughs> um, Netflix's Cowboy Bebop has wrapped filming on season one. Um, do you know, is this supposed to air this year?
1: Is it supposed to air this year? Yeah uh i don't know i hope so considering they're done now (laughs) so i'd love for it to come out at some point this year because i don't want to see set pictures god damn it just give me like emotional pictures something i just want to see them in in print costume
0: let me ask you this if you see it and it doesn't look look like how you want it would you judge it purely off of it being just set photos
1: (laughs) it depends on what it looks like obviously you know as long as they okay. look good in suits, you know, I'm all right. But you know, it depends if they're are they behind the scenes, like media pictures, and uh, take it with a grain of salt. They they look good, like if they're like promotional art or pro, like promo pictures, and that's different.
0: I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah. so but I'm if, just, if it's, like, go you know,
1: ahead. If you got, like spy spy pictures, I'm not gonna get too upset.
0: <laughs> right, because me and you defended Shazam for that. Like, people were giving him a lot of shit, and it's like, dude, that's not a promotional photo. You have no idea what it's going to look like uh, mm-hmm. towards the end. I mean, shit, we said that with Henry Cavill's suit. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, you guys are just jumping to photos that weren't supposed to be taken. Um, like, people forget you're not supposed to see that. Like, whenever, <laughs> whenever heroic Hollywood's like, oh, breaking news first look at Robert Pattinson as, as Batman and you click on it and it's grainy. There's a reason why it didn't come from the Batman's official Twitter page. It came from someone else. We
1: got, we got some damn good shots.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is for sure. But to me, it's like, you know, you gotta always take it, take it as that, you know? Um, I've never seen Cowboy Bebop. So uh, again, I won't, I'll allow this show to be my introduction and if I like it, I'll go into the anime. Um, I, I think Cowboy Bebop was around the same time as Trigun. And I kind of went to Trigun um, instead of Cowboy Bebop. Um, not not because I didn't think Cowboy Bebop was good. Because like I said, I haven't seen it. Um, but to me at that point, there were so many fucking anime. I mean, like so many. Um, it reminded me of when we were both kids and there was just, so many Saturday morning cartoons it was just like the idea of, and back then you couldn't record them or go on Hulu and watch them well, you,
1: you could record them you just you know it wasn't easy
0: oh with a VCR you're absolutely right
1: yes, you could awesome. and I used, to, I used to record them I tried you know
0: me you know? I, I, I never knew I could till I got older so to me it was just like <clears throat> I missed it like you know so to yeah. me, it's like I didn't have the capacity to watch all of them. So it was I like, said
1: it the other day. I mean, back then, you missed something. you probably never see it again.
0: Ever. You know? That's you why, know? like, to go back now is just like, oh, my God, I never knew that was an episode. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that must have been when I had soccer game and I missed it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But, yeah, but back then, it was just like it was just too much. Any Yasha, UU Hockey Show, Dragon Ball Z, Zoids, Gundam, Big O. It was just too much. So I think, I think Cowboy Bebop just kind of fell through, fell to the wayside for me. So I'm really excited for this show to be what ignites me into enjoying um, Cowboy Bebop. But uh, do you have any expectations or anything specific you're looking forward to for uh, this show?
1: No, I just want to see them in, in, in character. Uh, and obviously their performances, but uh, more or less I want to see how they look, how they pull off like his, his hair. I'm very curious how they pull off his hair um very curious how i think they could definitely pull off this dude's look pretty easily um they're all easy i think the hardest thing is fucking this guy's hair um what's his name uh damn i forget his name <laughs> it's been a while
0: uh, yeah i like him cuz i like that uh that one shot movie he did that no one ever talks about if, if we're, you're talking about the guy from Harold and Kumar right mhm yeah shit i can't fuck him.
1: Uh I like him too. Like, Hold on,
0: I, 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 I'll pull it up. Hold on, keep talking.
1: He plays Spike, that guy.
0: <laughs> keep talking.
1: Uh, like if you look, if you look at his hair, it's like it's kind of it's like green and black. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's black, but it's all like in certain light, it's green. John Some, Cho. See, I sorry. thought
0: that, but I didn't want to sound racist if I was wrong. <laughs> but it is John Cho. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's all I care about—the four of them. I want to see how they look.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. Um, like I said, I know I know what these characters look like, but I never watched it, so I'm excited to see what they do with it. Really excited.
1: But uh, I should be it should be doable. <laughs> it's, not, mean, it's not a crazy crazy show, you know?
0: Right, and it's Netflix, so they they've had some good gems. I know I just shit talked them the last episode we did together, but they do have good content. It's just sometimes it becomes few and far between. Mm -hmm. um so we know they're capable of it so we'll see we'll see yeah
1: they're doing one piece too so i'm very sitting here like
0: right they are doing one piece so this is this is the tone setter because i I still to this day i never watched death note but i love the the live action they did i thought it was great yeah i could never get into the actual show it just was so fucking slow paced um and that's saying a lot because most anime are slow paced um it was just like it was just fucking dragged. so when i'm watching the, the movie i'm like man this is fucking good um and i had every true they call themselves true anime fans chew me out that was the worst piece of shit ever you must not know what the, the actual anime was like this is horrible i was like okay all right, i respect it hey
1: right, really, really upset like i i didn't even hate the bleach uh live action it wasn't the this. best <laughs> but I it wasn't did. that. No. I didn't see that or for my, Full Metal Alchemist
0: because those are two of my all-time favorites. Oh, I haven't seen sure Full Metal either,
1: even though these are shit. I, like.
0: I will, oof, I will rage. <laughs>
1: yeah, all I know is there were certain choices. I was like, well, they could have done that better. They did <laughs> go very good, but
0: oh, that makes me yeah. happy. Then, uh, did he do his Bankai
1: No, I didn't get that far. Oh. Serious.
0: <laughs> it's much fun down the line. <laughs> um, to me, it's like when you get a chance to do this and you know how hit and miss these shits are, go all out, man. Give them bunkai.
1: There was like, too much, I didn't like that. Come on, a lot of that show took place at night. I love that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, <laughs> that's a really good point. All right, let's move on um kingsley ben has been cast alongside samuel jackson and ben mendelson for marvel's secret invasion series ben idea is set to play the series main villain but his role outside of that is unknown at this time i i think what the report meant was <laughs> who he's playing is unknown at this time because once you tell me he's a main villain you can't then tell me his role outside of that is unknown what isn't that the role, the villain? <laughs> what do you mean yeah. outside of that? <laughs> but what else? What else could there be? Um, to me, this means Hella Blue. It's obviously going to be a scroll. I just kind of hope it's a super scroll, or it turns out to be down the line. Um, that's kind of where I, I'm at. Because to me, I, there's very little you can do with scrolls. There just is. I mean, just let's be honest. There's very little you can do with scrolls. There's a reason they came out with super scrolls. Um, so to me, I don't need it episode one, but I do hope it is the end game for them to do Super Scrolls, especially with him. I am a little familiar with him as an actor. Um, but what does this news mean to you, Joel?
1: Uh, it's the same shit that, that, that the, the moment we got the news about the Captain Marvel building. They don't tell me nothing. I don't know nothing. I don't even know the actor that well, so it's like I'm excited, but also like not excited because like I don't know nothing. Right. Uh, I reported, you know, I only reported because you know it's important. You know, Secret Invasion is going to be big, and people are going to definitely speculate on who he is, and I have no idea who the villain is going to be. Will it be Super Scroll? Eventually, I don't think it'll be in this show unless the Fantastic Four comes out first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because what's the point if the Super Scroll, especially the one we know, is known for using the Fantastic Four's powers? You know See, what I, mean? I okay. You're not wrong. Let me first preface this. No, I am not.
0: You're (laughs) absolutely shut up. You're absolutely (laughs) correct. But I always envision Feige's vision for the Super Scrolls to be well beyond the power level, uh, the power set, sorry, that they did in the comics. Like I could see a super scroll taking on Captain Marvel's powers or Kamala Khan's powers or anyone else's powers that they might have (laughs) come in contact with or or mimicked. Um, so that's how I viewed it. But again, you're not wrong. It could be something they kicked down the road for later. Um, my only question is, what would that later be if you're calling this the secret invasion? <laughs> like, it, isn't the secret invasion in the comics the culmination of all this? This is instead part of the culmination. So I guess that sets up Captain Marvel 3 or the next Avengers movie. I don't know. That's where my question marks begin.
1: Well, I mean, well, depend. it depends. It depends on how they want to use a super scroll, you know, because that's the point, you know, like I don't I don't want I don't really don't want multiple super scrolls either. You know, well, what's, what's the point? <laughs> like,
0: right. that, that's what I'm saying. That's why I said I think he is a super scroll. I didn't think we were about to get an army of them. I think I, he think is a super scroll
1: because that might like, come one. I don't know if it'll be one off the bat, off the, you know, off the cuff.
0: Oh no, that's fair, but that's the point I was making. Of there's only but so much you can do with scrolls, so you can't tell me for going forward, not just the show going forward. He's just a bad scroll. Like what? You know how fucking boring that is. Like, what do you mean they can't do much? He needs he to be. Might, he
1: might be that. I mean, there are bad scrolls.
0: No, 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 they are. But I'm saying, as far as like what they're able to do skill wise, is just like I don't want to see hand to hand talos versus this guy. Like. There needs to be something that separates him from all the other scrolls. And that to me would be making him at some point, like you said, at some point a super scroll.
1: Well, well once we find out if he is a scroll, which scroll, that'll definitely give it away, you know. Color, Clerk, that's his name.
0: Yep. Um but I think if they're hiding, I mean Joel, me and you just to me when when we hear news like this, yes, we do wait for uh confirmation, but it's just like at some point we think to ourselves, it's called Secret Invasion, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Talos is going to be in it.
1: Mm-hmm. You're,
0: uh, you're bringing in a notable actor to be the main villain. It's like, I mean, if it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, you kind of assume at the end of the day, it's probably going to turn into either here or down the road as a super scroll. Um, Cause you know, you don't, you don't bring in guys like this to be nobody um so to me you know that that i mean remember me and you we felt as though taskmaster is going to be whoever this love interest of natasha's is um and we did that from uh deducing
1: yeah. like
0: we had nothing else to go sometimes off.
1: That's so obvious I'm, I'm sometimes wonder if it's not right You're like
0: <laughs> i mean we've we've had that before joel To so where me and you were just like oh come on and then we see it and we're just like I didn't know they would go, they would go that route. (laughs) So, um, but it's one of those things where it's like, he's the only one that they have not announced who he's playing. The only one, legit. So it's like, well, Taskmaster. (laughs) Like someone has to be Taskmaster. Um, So, I mean, you know, this is just deducing with me, but I could be completely wrong. Um, But a show that ultimately will probably be about scrolls more times than not, um, I don't think it's, a, ge- a genius thought of me to assume that Super Scroll is where they're heading to with this character um, down the road
1: but he's not always the main villain <laughs> you know right. what I mean right. Old-
0: you absolutely right but alright let's move on uh, I want to talk about this trailer because me and you never did and I'm very curious on your thoughts so I'm instead of me going first I'm going to let you go first but we um. got what I assume is our final trailer for Cruella uh, uh. your thoughts
1: it's all right. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, it looks okay. Uh, I like the way it's shot. And it's interesting, though. I don't know how much I care about Cruella DeVille, considering she's a dog killer. Um, not <laughs> why, why we're going to have a whole movie about that. But um, Okay, you're going to make me feel bad for her? Is that what the whole thing is? And then eventually she becomes a murderer. <laughs> um. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, it looks okay. At least it looks like she looks good as, uh, in the character. Um, Never a character I thought I'd get a movie about, ever. So, yeah. Uh, I did love those Dalmatians, though. So, we'll see how that plays out.
0: <laughs> well, I- I'm a fan of it purely because, um, to me, one of the uh, biggest problems that I feel as though some of these Disney characters have is depth. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I know a lot of people say, well, do you need it? No, do you need it? Of course not. Did you need a Joker standalone movie? Of course not. But you saw it and you enjoyed it. So I look at Cruella the same way. And the way they approached Joker in that movie was very sympathetic. Um, And it was the things in life that turned him into who he was. Um, And remember, the the biggest thing I want to give Todd Phillips credit for you had only seen him really, truly kill as a Joker once. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, man, these bad things happen now. He's just murdering everybody. Um, and I thought that was very poetic to show that it, it, it made him. And then you just stopped it there. But one thing I loved about this trailer was the subtle shot of the Dalmatians. Because the, the whole time um, they were announcing this movie, I was just like, well, I don't want a 101 Dalmatians movie. You know, it's just, to me, it's a stupid idea. I don't ever need it. Um, But if you're doing a Cruella movie and incorporating them into it, I'm very interested to see the movie from her point of view. Um, So I think Emma looks amazing. I love that shot of when she kind of, she does something and then on her face, it says, it's like a fashion statement. I loved it. I I loved everything about it. I loved the flammable dress. Um, Yeah. I love that. It seems like the dogs just hate her off the rip. <laughs> like she might not have even done anything, and those dogs are just like, "Yo, I don't know what it is. I do not fuck with this chick. Like,
1: yeah. she's <laughs> like, a bitch.
0: Right? I can smell it. <laughs> I can smell it. I can. Uh-huh. I know you guys think that's a myth, but I smell it. Um, but yeah. So I'm really excited for this movie. I can't wait. She looks amazing. Uh the the premise looks pretty pretty doable, pretty understandable. So. I'm really excited for it uh, because it's different. And I like seeing it from the villain's point of view. We've only ever seen it from the hero's point of view. Comics, cartoons, live action, um, even TV shows. It's always been from the hero's point of view. So the villain's Mm. point of view is never bad once in a while.
1: Mm. Um, Dog killer.
0: (laughs) I don't support that. (laughs) I just want to make sure that I don't support that. Uh, The movie just looks good.
1: Dog napper.
0: But before mm-hmm. we get into our last topics, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, or our last topic, sorry, singular, was I did a um, one of those Twitter things uh, today with um, Kanan, uh, Ricky Valera, and like a whole bunch of other other geeks. And oh, was
1: that what that was?
0: Yeah, that's what that was. I joined, I just... I joined it to be the voice of reasons, everything that was going on. Um, but you would have been proud of me, Joel. I defended yeah. CW.
1: No way. <laughs> I did.
0: I did. I said that Um, um I was saying how, because, you know, I was talking about how the CW incorporated Barry finding out, you know, what he could really do with the Speed Force in the name of The Flash. And they were mm-hmm. saying how they're not going to keep that. And I'm like, well, the dialogue is obviously going to be kept if you watch the Snyder cut. Now, whether they keep it canon or not, who's to know? Um, but the dialogue does seem like it's, it, it's going to stay. Um, but the point I was making was, regardless of how much, because people were saying that the CW looks like it's, you know, it's, it's a horrible budget. It's, it's, a, it's a team.
1: Drama. What, what, what was the topic?
0: Oh, well, the topic was me saying how, because um, uh, they were saying how Marvel's doing the multiverse first. And if DC comes in and does it, people will think they're copying. And I said, well, technically, no. DC TV did the multiverse, and they were like, well, that's not canon. I said, well, Ezra
1: yeah. Flash, that's yeah. what that was. It's, there. Uh, it's not your canon, fine. You don't have to watch it. <laughs> but you it know? is canon for yeah. sure. So that's, that's where we I'm got watching. on
0: it. That's where we got on it, and they were saying how, uh, some of them, not all of them, were saying how um, they either never seen any of the CW shows because they heard they were terrible or whatever, and for I sure. the one thing you have to give them credit for is they did things we never thought we would see Slade was amazing Slade yeah. was amazing for what it was even though Joelle me and you had to admit at points it seemed like a Power Rangers episode that Crisis was amazing
1: Crisis was awesome but those action sequences were terrible yes <laughs> they yes. were the absolute worst but 100%. Look, and I loved that of those shows and I'll be I'll be honest those are terrible action scenes but all the budget went into so many other things that I was like, whatever, fine. <laughs> Bad yeah. fights. I'm not looking for that anyway. And um, I told tell
0: Joel, that as far as their issues with budgeting and how it looks, Stargirl and Superman and Lois look phenomenal. And they're working yeah. off a different budget. They're just airing on CW. Um, but it does not feel like any of the other shows. It feels drastically different. Um, and me and you have said this from the jump. CW shows would be a lot more tolerable if they would shorten their episodes.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It's as simple as that. that. If we went from 22 to about 15, about 15, I don't think I'd have any issues. Because you would have to reduce all the filler. Like the fact that last year I had to watch an episode – of Barry and Iris for Valentine's Day, coming in, in contact with these villains who are arguing, but lo- like that whole premise was just like, "All right, bro, why?" Yeah, <laughs> like, like
1: twenty plus episodes, you know?
0: Right, like that should have been one of those episodes to where it's like, you don't have to see this if you don't want to. It's like okay, because I don't. <laughs> like, like I'll wait till next week. But um, no, there's nothing wrong with the CW shows. I also, me and Ricky also agreed, Joel, that you have to kill off the Snyderverse. Um, You know, Kanan and everybody was like, well, if it does good, they're going to want to do more.
1: Go ahead. It's going to kill off if you let it go. (laughs) That's
0: that's what I'm saying. I, I said, if you let him do more, you will never be able to get people to stop believing that he should do everything.
1: That's true, too. That's true, too.
0: You open that door, the fans will never let you close it again. Like, if, if you have to stop the bleeding now, where you tell people, we enjoyed what he did, we're not going for it. And this is when I was just like, yeah, we're not going to stick on this. We're going to head to Falcon and Winter Soldier and wrap it up. But this is when I said, oh, Kanan, you're lucky Joel's not on here. Uh, <laughs> we were talking BVS. Um, and because I, I was talking about how, as great as a visual director, Zach is, yes. his plans for this universe are tremendously flawed. And Kanan was just like, give me an example. I said, Kanan, he killed a Robin before we even knew who the hell Batman was. Oh, bro, who cares? It's Robin, who cares?
1: Kanan, Kanan. it matters. Kanan. it
0: matters. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm like, Joel, what I think he wasn't getting was Kanan. We didn't even properly know who the hell Batman was yet. And you're already telling me the, the most important thing to happen in all of Batman's career has
1: already happened. We didn't yeah. even get to see the fallout of it. Yeah. I mean, why would you start at the end <laughs> career? I don't get that. I don't That's understand. Why would you do that?
0: That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I wanted to say this, but I didn't want to keep talking over everybody. I wanted to ask him, Kanan. So you enjoyed that Man of Steel, right? Yeah. You enjoyed BVS, right? Yeah. All right, tell you what. Next movie, uh, Superman's gone forever. And it's just Supergirl's world now.
1: Oh, I my guarantee God. Guarantee you'd care no. then.
0: Guarantee you'd care then. So I'm like, it, it, things like that do matter. It, and it was a non-spoiler, so I couldn't say um, what you told me about Zach's original plans of Batman dying. It's out there. I wasn't sure, and I didn't want to be the guy to make someone think that that has something to do with with what's coming out. <laughs> I just didn't oh. mention it. but
1: um, I mean, they kind of give it away, man.
0: <laughs> they for sure do. They for sure do. Um, and the biggest thing that I said there was, Joel, that um, a few people agreed with me. You can't have a multiverse because when you do that, oh, you strip, man. you strip away my my caring for these characters. So it's like, all right. Here's Superman, and it's like, damn, I really love this Superman. Well, guess what? You'll never see him again.
1: Then what do you <laughs> do it for? Yeah, it's frustrating. You can you can have a multiverse. You can't. But what they're doing is so fucking weird. I don't like having a multiverse in the all in the same movie world. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. CW being its own thing and being part of a multiverse is fine because no one gives a shit if you never saw it and don't like it. Don't fucking watch it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. The point yeah. is, it's a part of the multiverse. There's a whole bunch of weird fucking universes. That's the point. Um, but the fact that you're trying to do a multiverse in theaters is where things get fucking weird, especially when it's not drastically different. And this The Batman is not drastically different than all the other Batman we've gotten. Right. Is it doing the detective thing? Yes, but the, honestly, is it that much different than any other the Batman we've gotten? Nope. No. And now the Superman thing will be.
0: <laughs> and the most frustrating thing is, Joelle, like I said, you have to earn an World movie, which means you have to establish... Who your Superman is, who your Batman is, who your Wonder Woman, everybody is. And once you've established that, right, then you can tell people, yo, how cool would it be if there was a Superman that grew up in Russia and turned out to be evil? Then people go, oh, shit, yeah, that would be dope to see. But when you don't have a Superman established and you have not said that Henry Cavill has been relieved of his duties, you're talking about bringing in the new Superman. Now you want to do another Superman. So your fan base is sitting there going. Which one am I
1: supposed to care about? I mean, you care about all of them if you want, because there's a lot of people that care about the fucking CW one right now. So, my to me, to me, that's part of something. So, I get
0: that. Like, you'll see this Superman next season, the season after that, yeah. and crossovers. It's right. different than me telling you Red Sun, but that's one movie, and you'll never, or it's see a, a one
1: off, right? It's, it's never coming, and that's fine too. Like, I don't mind one offs, but. Why, there's so many other characters that need attention, and why another Superman movie and not the original Superman that we've been trying to develop? You know what I mean? Like, I, that's my biggest issue.
0: And then um, I said, and then I said, because they were saying how they love how Marvel was able to take uh characters no one ever cared about. Yes, and that's they, what I mean. Yes, I said, but here's where you're here's where DC has a, an advantage we have yet to see the best of their best characters. <sighs> Let alone the best of their secondary characters.
1: That's what makes it frustrating. Was exactly. When will we ever?
0: Exactly. <laughs> like, and uh... last thing I'm going to say, Joel, then we can get to our last topic and get out of here. I said, here's where DC messed up in my eyes. And I really, truly meant in me and your eyes. There yeah. should never be a world. Ever. Any world. You can choose a multiverse world. Earth 1, Earth 2, Earth 3. There should never be a world where I have a Harley Quinn movie. Before I have a Green Lantern movie. True. Ever. Everyone died laughing. Because I'm like, you guys understand exactly what I'm saying. And you have to stop with this mindset of the first one was so bad. We could never do another one.
1: Yeah, it was, that's <laughs> terrible. You. That's terrible thinking in general.
0: Your last Superman movie didn't do well before you did Man of Steel. And right. you did Man of Steel. That's so right. what are we talking about here? We're on our nineteenth Batman movie. I'm exaggerating, but it's like the a millionth Batman movie. Right. You've had some clunkers in between, but you're telling me one bad Green Lantern movie means we can never see <sighs> it.
1: Right? You fucked up once, you can never see the delight of day again. I'm like, like bro. come
0: on, man! I've seen Harley Quinn ninety times, and I can't get one Green Lantern.
1: Right. The fact that he was left out of the Justice League movie, uh, I mean. There were lanterns in the movie, and I love seeing people's faces <laughs> when they see that, that one from the from the from the theatrical cut because he's in that one too. Right. I'm like, it's not nice. I mean, it's you can see him better. <laughs> There's a little bit more time, but but that's about it. <laughs> it's, right. it's the same character, and then you get another surprise, like little Green Lantern cameo. But again, it's he's fucking dead, and it's Kellogg. Surprise. Sorry. <laughs> Spoiler
0: alert. Um. But yeah, it, 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 it's just frustrating, but um, I definitely want to do a, a a show where me and you, I, I think someone invited me to do a show Sunday uh, Sunday afternoon um, where they're breaking down this Justice League cut, and I feel like there's going to be so more people that are like, yeah, you should carry on with this universe, and it's just like, no, no, sit down, shut up, no, you should not have an opinion if that's what you want, no. no.
1: No, I don't look, no, no, no. I don't mind if this this universe continues. My only issue is that I just want I want to see the Justice League again. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't even know what he's planning now because well, at least I knew what he was planning before. But I, it could be something brand new. Maybe he'll introduce the character sooner because I know he was going to bring in the Green Lantern at some point. Problem is like knowing where he was going before. It was it was finite. It was gonna. It was you know. It's gonna. It was gonna end. It really was really what like. So I don't know. If there was plans to expand past his Justice League movies, you know, no. um, the way that's looking now, like the whole multiverse concept, like we don't know exactly how far they're gonna go with it and what the fuck they really mean by it, right? Because it seems they're just saying it as as just it's fun, and it's really meaning Batman is it's on its own. That's all it is. Because right now, as of right now, the Batman is its own thing, not connected to anything. The rest of the Everything else so far seems to be connected except this new Superman movie. We don't know anything about that, so we'll just put that to the side for now. The point is, everything else is connected within Snyder's old universe, right? right. So, a, so let's say it's an alternate timeline, right? This current the timeline they're going to go forward with, right? Yeah. So you basically have a whole bunch of characters you can go with. Problem is, now, let's say you do Justice League again, or you try to do a Justice League that's not connected to Snyder, right? It's a the, the Justice League, it's its own, its own new thing, right? Mm-hmm. the problem is well again it's only a problem because we don't know what the fucking plan is so the Flash as far as we know the Flash is introducing a whole bunch of different characters right Supergirl is going to be in it uh, there's going to be like two fucking Batman maybe more um, and it looks like maybe Michael Keaton's Batman will replace Ben Affleck's Batman in this main continuity I don't know how if that's the, a fact but that seems to be the popular theory right yep. so let's say that's the thing we have a fucking 80 year old Batman and you going to tell me you're going to introduce Batgirl? Is that what you're going to do? You're going to use Batgirl instead of Batman in this next Justice League movie, and maybe Supergirl instead of Superman? Is that what you're is that what you're telling me? That we're going to lose Batman and Superman basically in the first movie, Joel? You're preaching to the
0: choir, man. <laughs> you're preaching to the choir. It's 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 the worst possible outcome.
1: It just, just doesn't make sense. So like that's why I need to see what else was planned because it just, I just don't see how that's a, a good idea.
0: <laughs> I, to me, to me I, I always view both as a lose-lose. I view the one side as a loss from Warner Brothers or AT&T, whoever the fuck is pulling strings over there, because they clearly don't know what they're doing. I don't care that they say they have a plan. I can tell you right mm. now if you said, Juwan, uh, what's your plan to, to be rich before you're 31? Well, I have a plan. That doesn't really mean I have a plan. That just means I told you I have a plan. So you get Mm -hmm. off my back. So that's how I view that. They don't have a plan. I'm sorry. They don't have a plan until they actually say what the plan is and then execute it because we've heard plans before that they did not execute. So to me, that's a loss. The other loss is Zach's vision. Again, like you said, could change, could change, might've changed, could have changed, whatever, whatever you want to view it. But his plans were plans that no one should ever have for starting a universe
1: <laughs> no not at
0: all <laughs> so again again i'm only working in the in the uh, in the ignorant right so until i hear what his new plans are or revised plans that's as stupid as <laughs> what warner brothers is currently trying to do so to me that's why i view it as a lose lose neither side knows how to properly handle this this ip unfortunately unfortunately and it makes me very sad to my core every day because this is the strongest ip in all of comic book history and you can't find a way to make even some of it work
1: right. yeah we just finally got a, a, a acceptable cut for this justice League movie recently uh in, in Zack snyder's version of the movie which is four hours fucking long yeah um <laughs> But at least this cut was, uh, they're all in it for the most part. Except, again, except for the Green Lantern, um, spoilers. Um, and that, again, it will always never be the best Justice League movie because it decided they decided early on that they were going to exclude the Green Lantern from this movie. I'm like, I, that'll that'll never fly with me as a fan of the Justice League. Uh, no. <laughs> like not, not, Especially not for Cyborg. Are you crazy? Oh, no. <laughs> yep, I am 100% with you.
0: Me and you are going to do a spoiler uh, review episode. Uh, we won't put it out until Friday, but me and you should definitely shoot, uh, record a spoiler. For Justice League? Yeah, for Justice League. I'm definitely going to watch
1: it again Thursday. It's just, and look, I enjoyed it. We both enjoyed it. We both liked it, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Uh, it, it was a good movie. Uh, it was a much better movie than the theatrical cut. A lot of the visuals. It's very different. Uh, it, it definitely more coherent. Um, and I do want to see. I, mean, I wouldn't mind seeing where it goes like further from that. Uh and look, that movie definitely ends. Like if you don't like count the last <laughs> act, if you don't want to, the last twenty five minutes that he added for like to to basically tease a sequel if they like if they ever want to go in that route. Or force a hand at one. Right. Well, exactly what I mean. Like he, he put it out there to definitely tease something. But like if you cut that part out, the movie ends not that different from Justice League, the, the yeah. theater, you know?
0: Yep. Um, but like I said, I'm working from a standpoint of ignorance, so I, I I think what both have planned or had planned is stupid till I see differently.
1: Um, yeah. part hard to defend, and it's frustrating, because I fucking love DC.
0: Yep. Same here, man. So we both grew up with, with that IP being the more dominant IP, which is why living in today, where Marvel has gained that, is just frustrating. And, and we don't mean, when me and Joel say that, we don't mean like, damn, we hate that Marvel's doing good and DC's doing bad. No, no. to us, Marvel. it's more of, we want to see them both do well. Right. We can't hide the fact that our favorite IP does come from the other side. Um, <laughs> but we do want to see both sides flourish and do well. It's what, it's what will keep them going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, I view it like Mad TV versus Saturday Night Live. I'm sure neither one of them wanted to see the other do bad because if someone grows stale with one, it's not long before they grow stale with both. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me, I grew up, Mad TV being my thing. I didn't hate on anyone who loved Saturday Night Live. Same thing with DC and Marvel. DC was my thing. Why? Because it was more dominant as an IP when I was growing up. Um, But man, when Marvel took off, I was just like, this is great. And then I was like, DC and Marvel both taking off? Let's do it. Yeah. And again, Joel, you're my witness. I said BVS would blow out Civil War. And I stood on that. I was dead wrong, but I stood on that.
1: Um it It's no offense to Civil War, but it should have.
0: <laughs> it should have. The culmination of three of the biggest characters in all comic book history not yeah. blowing out, seeing B-level heroes come together, I'll never get it.
1: <laughs> I'll yeah. never get it. I'll I never get that get up. <laughs> yep.
0: Um, but all right, our last topic of the night is uh, the final trailer for Captain America uh, for uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Sorry, I'm <laughs> moving ahead of myself here. Um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the final trailer to lead us into the season premiere this Friday. Uh, it does seem like, Joel. maybe mm-hmm. I, no, I'm not going to say that on there. I, I'll text you afterwards. But uh, mm-hmm. we're heading into our first episode of the season. Um, what were your thoughts on the final trailer and your excitement for the uh, the beginning of season uh, season one for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier?
1: Uh, Well, I usually stop watching trailers at this point, but this one was really good. <laughs> like, I saw just... And the only reason I watched it is because of how it started. Like, that whole scene with him throwing the shield at the trees and him flipping and catching. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. I wanted to see him working with the shield like that. That was cool. That that brought me. I'm like, all right, what else are they going to show me here? What, tease me. Please tease me. And I watched the rest of the trailer. It was a good trailer. I mean, I mean, a lot of it was stuff we've seen. And then they teased us some with some new stuff, but nothing crazy. Um, but I really can't wait. This, this again, this is the show that I've been waiting for the longest. Like, like I, I was excited for WandaVision, but I, Falcon Winter Soldier is the show I've been waiting for. Like, that's the one I was the hypest for. So I'm really like, psyched for this show so everything I've seen so far I really loved and I've heard I mean we've already gotten some reviews on the first on the first episode so like I I, and it's so far so good so I I can't wait
0: (laughs) yeah no I'm I'm definitely with you I I know when we did our show Saturday they had asked me what my most anticipated show was and I said it was Kamala Khan till I heard Oscar Isaac was going to be Moon Knight and mm-hmm. then it was just like, oh, well <laughs> That's wow. out the window, Moon Knight um, But this show To me, what intrigues me the most Is um, I want to know who these Flag Smashers are um, mm-hmm. Is that Super Soldier Serum? Mm-hmm. Are they mutants? Uh, do they mm-hmm. have abilities? Um, what, what's going on? Why are they so Got there? Such- right. Um, so I want to see that I want to see if it leads to a singular Person by the end of this this season, because uh, we know the Flag Smashers was led by a particular person, um, or if they're just going the female route that she's she's the the uh, she's replacing his character. I, I don't mind. I, I don't have a preference. I'm just saying I'm curious. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and you know the one thing I'm curious about, Joelle. Oh, actually two. Uh, so the first thing I'm curious about is it looked like the one scene when you freeze frame it, not from this trailer, maybe two trailers ago. Uh, where Bucky was fighting, it looks like it's within Madripoor in that nightclub. It looked like whoever owns that nightclub has dead scroll heads on the wall.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm really interested in how the hell that's even possible. How do how do common people know about scrolls? Mm. <laughs> like that's not a thing. Um, so I'm curious about that. And uh, most importantly, I just said the name. I'm curious about Madripoor. Do we get any mentions of anything outside of Madripoor? i um, really curious as to why they picked that city. Um, so, you know, and then, of course, Zemo looks amazing. So seeing if Zemo leads to Thunderbolts, um, mm-hmm. you know, opens the door for that. Especially, I think, like, I really do think, Joelle, they're either going to put this chick from this show in Thunderbolts or the pick that I've been praying they use, which is Ghost. I hope they bring Ghost back to bring her into the Thunderbolts. Um, but oh, I am cool. really curious if we see the uh, the um, the breadcrumbs leading up to Thunderbolts.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're gonna probably get some Thunderbolt uh, te- teasings, um. In some capacity, um, hopefully, you know. But, I mean, we, we've heard rumors about Thunderbolts for a long time now. So, mm-hmm. and I'll, pro- you know, and it's one of those teams where you don't have to be super accurate with the team either. And you know, just do whatever, you know. Like, there's no popular version of that team where, as long as Red Hulk is like, there, mm-hmm.
0: really, that's all I care about, Joe.
1: <laughs> well, even Red Hulk, Red Hulk. That was my favorite version of Thunderbolts, but that was like an anti-hero team that wasn't even right. the original Thunderbolts. Not that that any of the original team members need to be there either, but. <laughs> We'll I me
0: mean, go with the most popular. That's what I'll go. I don't,
1: what what, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know what what would be the most
0: popular. I think our version. I think the version me and you favor is is the most popular. I think if you ask just average comic book fans, they probably know the Thunderbolts to always have Red Hulk.
1: Well, definitely didn't. <laughs> but yes. Uh, no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. I'm not saying they always did. I'm saying if you just ask just casual uh, comic book readers, <laughs> they probably only know the Thunderbolts. To have Red Hulk like that mm-hmm. version is what I'm saying.
1: Right. My only apprehension about the whole Red Hulk version of Thunderbolts, just again, it just seems like they're going to use villains, like you said. Like you want to see Ghost on there, I could see that happening, and maybe some other characters. The one with Red Hulk didn't have any main villains aside from maybe the leader, who was Red right at the point at that point for some reason. Uh, but everyone else was like an anti-hero like I said Ghost Rider, Venom fucking Punisher, Electra, Deadpool, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't expect to see that group anytime soon, but uh, yeah, yeah. a hodgepodge of what, uh, whatever villains are left over that they want to throw in there almost like a Suicide Squad. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening, and especially with the guy that created the original Thunderbolts team, Zemo. Um, yeah, definitely something.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny. I'm going to end it on this. Uh, the running joke on MCR is I'm sick of, uh, sick of Hollywood forcing Anthony Mackie on me. Um, so I'm like, Ooh, a new Xbox commercial. And I'm like, all right, what the fuck? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right, I get past that. You know that the Knicks today to promote the game tonight, used mm-hmm. an Anthony Mackie meme. And I'm just like, all right, all right, come on. Like America, I get it. You want us to like Anthony Mackie. I get it. Goodness <laughs> gracious. And they asked me like, why does it bother you so much? I'm like, because I live, I through, the Sam- I live through the Sam Worthington era where they were legit putting that man in every movie possible to sell him. And after a while, I was just like, all right guys, it's just not working. <laughs> we don't like Sam Worthington. And then he disappeared and I was just like, thank you. He's not good. Um, so I just look at this and I'm just like, all right, we get it. You love, you love Anthony Mackie, we, we get it. Um, but all right, Joel, so the next time uh, we're on air, we will have seen the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and yeah. we will have come a step closer to King Kong versus Godzilla in um, yeah. Mortal Kombat. By the way, that was a beautiful poster Mortal Kombat just put out.
1: Yeah, it was cool. I can't wait to see this damn movie. I like, can't, we, I got, can't. we get to see more of Cole Young and what the fuck he's all about. I don't know what the fuck he's all about, but I'm very curious.
0: I'm also curious if, unless... because uh, To me, it'd be smart marketing if they waited until after the movie came out and then announced Mortal Kombat 12, or... <laughs> If they wait until after the movie to announce that Cole is the new is is a new unlocked character for for Eleven,
1: that that'd be cool too. You know? Yeah, because right now, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, because i might like, maybe that's possible. Considering, I mean, I have no doubt he'll probably be in the next game. Right. But if he's like a DLC early on, you know, that's really cool too to help promote the movie, and also because usually what they do is they do a Mortal Kombat and they do something else and then they go back to Mortal Kombat. So right now. After 11, they're probably going to do whatever, hopefully, another DC fighting game like they did before. Like we've had in Justice One and Two. So, either in Justice Three or something new. And then they go back to Mortal Kombat. You know what I mean?
0: To me, I always say marketing is, is, is huge. And the best way to market these films that don't really have much to go off of, besides its fanfare, pull it into something, whether it's a tie in comic, a tie in cartoon, a tie in video game. Uh, attach it to something that way. It just it, it only heightens it because I'm sure there is um, uh, There are people out there that are a little apprehensive About going out or not going out but about watching this because of the track record of video game movies I'm um, sure can we defend that by saying Sonic and detective Pikachu? Yeah, but you'd have a lot of people that would say two, two out of the a million they've made <laughs> and You want me to jump on board? Um, so, to me, tie it into something, man. That always just adds more eyes and ears. Um, so, hopefully, he is a DLC. So, anyone that loves Eleven that maybe didn't want to rush to see the movie, now is like, well, now I have to. Who, who this character is.
1: Yeah, uh, I like this character. He's in the movie
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love Joel. Um, but, all right. So, we're doing this show uh, back on our, our Monday nights as usual. So, that means we have not seen The Flash or... Um, Superman and Lois yet, so stay tuned so, next week. Uh, Batwoman,
1: though.
0: I was just about to say, but we did see Batwoman. You want to give your quick thoughts on that?
1: Uh, sure. Um, it was a d- decent episode. Um, it kind of had some weird... Uh, now we kind of know how they're going to heal her fucking kryptonite poisoning. Um, they gave us a little bit of a backstory on... Um, what's her name again? Uh, Sophia, uh, Sophia. Sophia. Something like that.
0: yep. Sophia. yep.
1: And definitely some type of it kind of felt similar like an amazonian type of story there for a little bit I was like really is that where they're going with it because that's interesting
0: <laughs> i also uh, did like the parallel between you're clearly making her raisha ghoul and right. instead of the fountain <laughs> it's the flower
1: right basically yeah the fun instead of the the, the, the the thing that can revive you it's the thing that can heal you from anything right. uh that's true very true good good parallel there um Got And now we basically know that she basically created Alice. At least the version of Alice that we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fucking, that shit is crazy. That poison they, they almost basically died in this episode, but she's, she's still kicking somehow. <laughs>
0: um, Did you see the trailer for next week's episode?
1: No, I did not.
0: Okay, so the, the trailer just ends with, uh, I think it's Sophia saying, you wanted to see your sister here she is and like the door opens but oh. i think it's I, I think the gist of the trailer is that ryan tracks her and goes to the actual island um i was gonna ask you if you saw it the over under that you thought we would actually see kate but to me, when I saw that, I was just like, I'm not stupid. It, it, she's going to open the door and it's Ryan. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not stupid. Like, come on This is that
1: woman. What? Right.
0: Um, But it did bother me a little bit of Ruby Rose kind of throwing her support of like, yeah, yeah, yeah I, would, I, would, I would gladly come back, you know, and I don't think it'd mess up the story at all. I've never <laughs> wanted to curse more in my life. We had to change this whole story because you left, you stupid idiot, <laughs> <laughs> stupid if you came back.
1: Yeah, she said like in a cameo, nothing serious. <laughs> yeah, it's
0: like no, you're gone. We don't ever want you to come back. Like I honestly do want the Kate story to end this season and never be brought up again. uh she wants to do that little stupid cameo, but this this much of of a story plot that she's not actually physically in, I don't mm-hmm. want that ever again. No, no, thank you.
1: Word.
0: No, thank you. Word. Um, but all right, that's all me and Joel got for you guys. Nick's lost. So our night and morning technically is off to a horrible start. Um, for real. <laughs> we will see you guys next week, hopefully with a winning record. Um, but till then, guys, we
1: will see you same time, same place. Till then, peace. Peace.